Hey, what's wrong, Dan? <laughs> I want a treat, Andy. Uh, okay, you're you're a grown man. Go get yourself a treat. <laughs> I don't know where to get one. You could go see our friends at Whipped Cream and Other Delights. Uh, wait, Whipped Cream and Other Delights has a storefront now? I thought you could only order online at whipdelight.com. Oh, Dan, you can you can definitely still order cakes, brownies, cinnamon rolls, and other breakfast pastries online at whipdelight.com, but get this, Dan. Oh, Andy, please, I want to get it. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, Whip Delights does have a storefront now, and they are open on Wednesday mornings from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And you know what, Dan? Uh, what, Andy? They got donuts. Grab-and-go donuts. Oh, man, I love donuts. Especially when I can grab them and go them. <laughs> Whipped Delight Wednesdays also features cinnamon rolls, scones, muffins, and sometimes, just sometimes, they'll even have classic yeast donuts. And do you know what the best part is, Dan? Uh, I don't know, Andy. Is the best part about Whipped Delights that everything is plant-based with no milk, no eggs, no cheese, and no meat, and that their products are great for people with uh, food allergies of all types? Uh, actually, yes, Dan. The, the fact that everything at Whipped Cream and Other Delights is vegan is the best part. Uh, maybe the taste is the best part. Uh, I mean, it's also awesome that they're a really great family running a business together and they support our show, but yeah, everything you can get there is as ethical as it is delicious, which is to say, very... Mm, ethicality is so tasty <laughs> so hey listeners go check out whipped cream and other delights on wednesday mornings from 7 to 11 they're at 608 west walnut lawn that's just west of campbell on walnut lawn you can't miss it you can also find whipped delight desserts in restaurants around the city now too andy hmm. ask your servers at the wheelhouse and luco's pizza for some tasty vegan treats oh, i'm definitely going to do that and hey whipped delights still does catering and special orders as well Browse their extensive and delectable menu online at whipteddelight.com, which is not hard to say at all. <laughs> and when you buy that perfect cake you've designed, use promo code SPRINGFOOD at checkout for 15% off. 15%? So, hey, 15 whole percent. So, hey, you feeling better now, Dan? Uh, well, I've only been talking about treats. I didn't even get to eat one. <laughs> you know what, Andy? I'm going to go to whipped cream and other delights right now. Can you keep the listeners entertained until I get back? Uh, probably not. Okay, bye. Uh, uh, Dan, it's not even Wednesday. Whipped delights is only open on Wednesday. Whippedelight.com. Well, um, I guess I'm, guess I'm on my own now. <laughs> The 1952 film The Winning Team, starring Doris Day, Frank Lovejoy, and future President of the United States Ronald Reagan, held its premiere at the Galois Theater with Ronald, Nancy, and President Harry S. Truman all in attendance, right here in Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tower, you're listening to Springfield Mo, America's number one podcast by Russian Springfield, Missouri. My name's Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell, and we're, we're doing it fast this we week. <laughs> I'm not resting uh, until we eat at all the restaurants. Uh-huh. This is the 86th episode. I guess we're, we're going to count the uh, Tower Club episodes 
sure. in the main count. Yeah, we're counting whatever we feel now. <laughs> <laughs> just just anything to get us uh, closer to 100. So this is number 86. Speaking of the Tower Club, thank you to everybody who uh, joined. We did definitely rebranded it the day after we launched yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we had not come up with that name just yet. But, but uh, two bonus episodes per month, plus providing 10 meals to the hungry in Springfield, Missouri through Ozark's Food Harvest. If you subscribe at towerclub.springfoodpod.com, that's $5 a month. Two bonus episodes. Wow, what a value. <laughs> it's a very good value. It's, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. So, Dan, I have a story for you. Oh, sure. <laughs> so I was at 4 and 7 Tap House uh, a couple nights ago with a, with a human woman. Uh-huh. And uh, she, <laughs> we, were, we were leaving. We we're going to walk out the back way, you know. And uh, we had not been talking about art or anything like that. And she's walking in front of me, as most women do. And uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> no one does. And she stops. <laughs> or, or what you she did stops about the art And she thing. goes, you know what? I love this painting. And it's the painting of you. <laughs> she doesn't know you. Oh, that's wild. Uh, yeah, there's a painting of Dan at 417 Tap House just on the wall. Yeah. Well, are you... You're in a toilet on the toilet in a towel. I'm, shaving. I'm on the toilet. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, it's a more of like a nightgown, uh, and I don't think I'm shaving. I think there's just shaving, shaving cream, cream on, on my your face. face. Uh, yeah, but that was uh, a bizarre thing that happened, <laughs> and I yelled out, "That's my co-host!" Yeah, which is a weird thing to yell out at a, in a public place, and people looked and were confused. That's a painting of my bathroom, circa the time that the uh, photo was taken. Yeah, but that was wild. Well. That's kind of been an ongoing thing. We did have somebody text us a picture of that like five days ago or messaged us a picture of it. Yeah, I think so it had for... gone missing. It used to be in the women's <coughs> restroom. Yes. Who painted it? Yeah, who painted uh, it? Christy Snelson. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Local artist. Where, what's her Instagram, Dan? Christy.snelson.org. Yeah, just go to the www.moma.com and and I think you'll see some other stuff of me in there. Well, you heard another voice chime in there. Uh, you care to introduce yourself, sir? Yes, of course. My name is Randy Santel. Great to be on the show. Yeah, thank you for coming. It's very exciting. Bonafide celebrity. I, I'm I'm kind of starstruck right now by Randy's <laughs> presence. I, I live went just down. seven minutes away, so this is awesome. Yeah, that's why. It's, it's easy for you. That's oh, cool. yes. Yeah, I live right by the Missouri State campus. Mm-hmm. Me so that's too. very close to the Hammonds Tower where we yes, record. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, we're in the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. Uh-huh. Now, as you know, you went up all the stairs. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah, I climbed all 16. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're always so winded when uh-huh. we start the episode. <laughs> the elevators are closed on yeah. Sundays when yeah. we record. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> Except yeah. for the secret CIA yeah. elevators. It's a lot safer to take the stairs, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So tell us what you do, Randy. I am a professional leader. I'm actually from the St. Louis area, but I've got two college uh, bachelor's degrees now from Missouri State. My first one was construction management back in 2008, and then I just got one in nutrition and dietetics. Uh, I graduated last May 2019, but I am a professional leader. I started back in 2010. Uh, my buddy and I that I actually played college football here with at Missouri State played 04 to 07 under Coach Randy Ball. But we did a 28-inch pizza challenge. It's kind of similar to the show Man vs. Uh-huh. Food. And now, flash forward, my 10-year anniversary is coming up on March 19th. I've got 829 food challenge wins in <laughs> all 50 states and then 37 countries. Man, and you, so the goal is 50 countries, right? So yes, you're, you're, yeah, you're 50 so close. To possibly 55. We'll have to see. <laughs> I just found out about now that we have over a million Facebook followers and then over 840,000 like, YouTube. You, did you just find out there are more than 50 countries? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Uh, 
when I first started in like 2010, I only knew of like 20 or to 25 countries with food challenges, uh-huh. but they just keep popping up. Uh, now that we're so big on social media, we have all these people just messaging us about food challenges. Like I just found out about one in Latvia. There's some in Macedonia, all these places wow. I've you never even really think about. But I'm hoping to get there during a big major tour at the beginning of 2021. Awesome. So some of our listeners may not know, what is a food challenge? Can you just break that down? There's pretty much, and I go by professional eater rather than competitive eater because sure. I don't really do too many eating contests. The eating contests would be like what you watch on the 4th of July that big hot dog contest yeah. with all those people lined up. Yeah, Kobayashi uh, dipping yes, buns yeah, and water. Joey and Chestnut and all that gross full. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yes, but a food challenge is kind of similar to what you'd watch on the show Man vs. Food on the Travel Channel. It's where, say, like Bears here in Springfield or Dublin's Pass, they both have burger challenges where if you finish the whole meal within a set time limit that's specified by the restaurant, you get the prize, which is typically more often than not a sweet T-shirt. sweet T-shirt. You get your meal free, and then maybe you get your photo up on their wall of fame. Yeah, and something you mentioned is Dan and I both watched a bunch of your videos yesterday. I probably watched your videos for like two hours last night. <laughs> nice. My girlfriend on and YouTube I were or Facebook. Oh, YouTube. Okay. We were okay. we yeah. had it on the TV and we're like cheering you on at points. <laughs> no, it's been awesome because so many people are steering away from cable now uh-huh. that they're watching internet stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. YouTube, all that. And we have a lot of people subscribed and watching just a big reason they started was because of that. That rules. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned it not you don't think of it as, you don't think of yourself as a competitor necessarily and I think that kind of comes across, well, not kind of, but it very much comes across in a lot of your videos because sometimes you don't finish and you just like cheer the other people on. Like it's not so much about beating the other person, it's just about Completing the oh, a lot of the times you aren't even competing cool. against anybody else. You're just yeah. competing against yeah, the it's, clock. It's oftentimes, more often than not, just myself taking the food challenge. But I also collaborate with everybody that I can. Well, I think we're the third largest food challenge channel. Uh, there's one, Matt Stoney. He's got over 10 million YouTube subscribers, which is crazy. Yeah. And then, actually, no, I guess we'd be the second now. Because uh, the people that were above us kind of stopped with everything, so all of the channels with over with just like ten or twenty thousand subscribers, they definitely want to subscribe with us, hoping to get more to their own. Uh-huh. So, but there are some fast eaters that I cannot keep up with. <laughs> so I don't really know what I would rank if you lined every food challenger or eater uh, in one line all across the world. But uh, it would be a, it'd be a decent number. But yeah, I've probably lost in like 50 or 60 of my videos, maybe uh-huh. even more. Or really just say to 50 or 60 people. But it's not really competitive against them. Uh-huh. If, I, if I got 100 thought of 100 but still won the food challenge, it would still be a win. Yeah. And I would cheer all 99 others Absolutely. on. Absolutely. I yeah. just generally love the positive tone of all the videos that I watched. Just, yes. It was really cool. I uh, just... Yeah, I I watched one of you in Ireland last night where I really thought some of the other competitors had you, but they just ended up kind of stalling out. Yeah, and you're I talking think it was about the, England, uh, aren't you? Um, a steak challenge. Oh, yes, oh yeah, yeah, because okay, yes. yeah, I've never done a food challenge with anybody in Ireland. The 70 ounce steak, right? Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. They actually, that was <laughs> truly wild. Yeah, uh-huh. that's our biggest viewed video on Facebook and YouTube. But yeah. They all, they both people that I competed against, they started out a lot faster yeah. than I did. And, well, but I also knew that they were going to fizzle out because that was a lot of food. Yeah. <sighs> There's a moment in that video. That was the first one that I watched. And there was a moment in that video where one of the other guys 
has pretty much given up. And you look over at him just with this look of profound sympathy, <laughs> which kind of sold <laughs> well, me on the whole I endeavor. I was like, this, I he was like this poor guy. Yeah. I mean, uh, people act like, uh, like, and even with man versus food back in the day, he'd sometimes not be able to finish the last like handful of food. And anybody that's never actually been in those shoes is like, oh, come on. What a mm-hmm. pansy. He had one <laughs> handful of food left. But I've been there. I've probably lost like 10 food challenges within just a handful of food left. But you, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't yeah. fit. I saw one that you did in Mumbai that you lost at the very last moment. I think just because they couldn't get you a Coke a fast soda. enough. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I was I lost, so disappointed because you had, had asked a bad for strategy a Coke. for that. But yeah, I was disappointed that they had no urgency to get me the the soda. But I do plan to get back to Mumbai to take that on because there's there India is our biggest growing market. Uh, really, there were so many. Watching. Yeah, well, there's just so many people. Yeah. So what's the story with the Coke? Is it does the acidity help with digestion or create more room in there? Or what's there's the an deal? article on foodchallenges.com all about that, which I'm able to share with people. But there's three reasons actually. Uh, number one is the carbonation. Uh huh. So, so let's say I've eaten six, seven pounds of food, and I've got just like the fries or the bun left. So I need to free up some room. So the soda helps me with the carbonation burp up all the air pockets. Ah, yeah. So that I'm able to fit more food in. Nice. You don't want to drink too much soda because then that's still going to fill your stomach. But another thing is, is the acidity. It actually helps break down the French fries or the bun or the carbs. That's what I noticed. It's always yeah. with like kind of heavier things. Yeah, you fries look so hard. Much. Yeah. But then also, let's say even if you eat six pounds of your absolute favorite food, the last two or three pounds aren't going to be as fun <laughs> as the first yeah. few. Yeah. So once you get deep into a challenge, the strong flavor of the soda helps overpower mm. the flavor of everything sure. else. Yeah. Okay. So that uh, kind of leads into... Do you- do you experience pleasure when you're doing doing that, like the taste? Do That's you another the question I get all the time. Yeah. Like, even if I finish a food challenge in six minutes, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, did you even have time to taste it?" And yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you just take one bite of something, you still uh-huh. taste it. So, one of the cool things now that we have so many subscribers is the restaurants know that their food is going to be put in front of over uh-huh. potentially over a million people so they do a really good job of presenting it and mm-hmm. putting it all together so more often than not the food's really good that's awesome but yeah you always taste it is it's what's the worst to do a food challenge on i i mean i've noticed that you can take on a burger very easily like your burger technique you go right after the patty meat, and yeah. you just like spin it around and eat the edges until you're at the middle basically yes and it's so impressive and do you know what why is, i do that well, no i have no clue okay because if you're trying to eat fast chewing in a sense is a waste of time sure so by i take a whole bunch of small bites and then I don't have to chew much when it's actually in my mouth. So I'm able to just take those small bites, a series, and it's kind of like a typewriter sometimes. But I get all those small bites, take a little sip of soda or drink sure. or water. I usually always start with soda or not with water, but then I just swallow it right down. Huh. It, is there any food that's harder than the others to eat yes. competitively? Yeah, there's no actual food specifically that's tougher. Uh, like, I mean, the meaty challenges like steaks and stuff, but it's really how it's cooked. Sure. Well, I guess scratch that. Really crusty, doughy pizza. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I yeah. know. I saw you do that's some really pizzas. really hard on and, your jaw. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the crust must just be brutal. Yeah, I would say that's probably the toughest, but right behind it is if the restaurant overcooks the whole burger 
or if they overcooked their steak. An overcooked steak is mm. is terrible. Yeah. yeah, well, I was wondering about the burgers and steaks, if any of them really taste good, because it's, I mean, some of them, they just do multiple patties to, to make it huge, but some of them, they do with this giant patty that I can not imagine is easy to yeah, cook. Yeah, I prefer stacked sure. burger challenges because it really depends on the, the skills of the chef to cook a burger patty because one of my uh not nightmares because i mean i made it through and it was a great experience but in madrid spain i did a a seven pound burger patty Mm. it was 3.2 kilos to break a record and (laughs) my god it's like cronenbergian no it does it gets a lot worse (laughs) we were in a rush because the news was there and they had somewhere to get to the number one news in madrid and so they didn't really spend enough time cooking the burger. Oh. And we're talking raw to the point in the middle where it actually looked like the raw ground oh. beef that you oh, buy at the store. No. So <laughs> I knew that if I quit or something like that, I was going to look like a pansy on the news. So I kept eating. Oh. But thankfully, the restaurant, and thankfully, because they all just spoke Spanish and no English, I had people with me to help the translations and everything. But they took, while I was eating the exterior that was actually cooked, they took the middle and recooked it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but still, they didn't really fully cook it. But uh-huh. that's the only time I've ever gotten food poisoning. I was sick for Ooh. a whole week. Yikes. Wow. But I already had food challenges scheduled, so I had to keep trying. Oh God! So I was like, I was like sick, throwing up at night, doing food challenges during the day. It wasn't fun. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these looks like you can't just like walk into the restaurant and do them. You gotta have to have them on the books, especially the way you do it yeah. with the, your like recordings. Yeah, it's everything. really cool now because especially when we go to like a bigger city and a well-known restaurant, there might be. 70 to 100 people there so one of the things now is is i don't really get to do food challenges at prime times Mm -hmm. in order to fit everybody into these restaurants we've got to go at off times sure so a lot of our events are at like three four in the afternoon on a weekend or something like that some of these things that's not not a lot of people are going to be what's what's your day look like leading up to a food challenge yeah i get that question a lot and yeah we're not good we're not good interviewers (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, no 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 that's what everybody wants sure so I train a little bit, and really, we call it training. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 90 to 95% of people lose food challenges, and it's because they just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to try that, not really knowing that there's so much training that all of us competitive eaters and professional eaters actually put into it. So back when I first started, I was living in Kansas City, mm. and I used to live by a, a high V, I I think, or it might have been a price chopper, but they had a $6.99 salad bar buffet. So I would just train by just eating as much salad and fruit and stuff as I could because oh. I'm a bigger guy. I'm prone to gaining weight. Sure. So, But if not, you can also do Chinese buffets, whatever you want, really, in order to maximize the food. But I'll when I didn't do that, I would just get the biggest watermelon I could from the store. It would end up being like 12, 13 pounds of watermelon, and I would just eat the heck out of that, try sure. to eat the whole uh-huh. thing because that's a, an easy-to-eat sweet yeah. fruit. Way better than like lettuce and cabbage. It's probably I, mostly. I water tried to, too. yeah. I tried to eat ten pounds of cabbage one time, and I quit after. I didn't even get to the first half pound. Oof. It was awful. <laughs> I, I felt bad because it was a waste. But um, but yeah, like eighteen to twenty-two hours before your event, you want to just have a massive max-out meal to max out your stomach. And then if you're doing mostly fruits and vegetables, it's like you said, a lot of water. So you just spend the whole rest of the time just kind of peeing it out. Yep. Yeah. And then, especially if you eat a water, if you eat like 
all that watermelon at like nine o'clock. Oh yeah, you're gonna sleep like crap. Because <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be up like every three hours going to the bathroom. Ah. But then the morning of, and this is what's funny because when I stay at people's houses, subscribers and stuff, they always think they have to have all this food for me. But I don't really eat other than the food challenges. So I might, if it's like an evening food challenge, I will have like uh, some yogurt or a protein shake or something in the morning, maybe some fruit. But other than that, maybe some coffee and just water throughout the day to stay hydrated because you don't want to be dehydrated and tired and all that. You want to be empty. But you don't want to be tired. Yeah. You still want to feel good when it's time to mm-hmm. eat. So, yeah, no, you pretty much just fast. Wow. Mm. There's some people that do, will do a water stretch, but uh, I don't really drink too much water all by itself just because of the dangers involved. So, like, there's people that have drowned themselves from, oh. from drinking too much water. I mean, mm. how much water would you have to drink to, like, stretch it to the point of what you're talking well, about. Well, I like. figure that, and I've done it before. I'm not going to say I never have, but I usually will put some Gatorade or something in there just for a couple of electrolytes. But uh-huh. even, uh, we're talking like if I can do a gallon of liquid in under a minute, sure. I know that my body's doing fine and ready to eat. Man. But <laughs> there's some people that can drink over two gallons, which that's, is crazy. That's wild. Oh, boy. So uh, what do you get out of this besides, I mean, money and fame? Well, uh, I definitely don't do it for either of those. No, I, the I private. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're doing a lot better. I started in 2010, and it was really rough going up until 2016. Uh-huh. I retired from construction management back in 2013. I sold roofs up in Omaha, Nebraska. I was kind of a storm chaser, uh-huh. and I made enough money to fund foodchallenges.com and uh, the creation of that, and then our first European tour. But then... Um, but yeah, I lived with mom and dad for like three sure. years from 2014 to until I started school again in August of 2016. But the big reasons I've been doing it, especially since 2015, but really since 2012, is I'm doing all of these food challenges, and I'll be doing them until I'll probably retire in 2022 or 2023. But by then, once I do a 1,200-hour dietetic internship, I'll be able to take a test and become a registered dietitian. Yeah. So because of the path that I've taken and growing my social media, there's no dietitians at all really promoting all anything on uh, video platforms. Uh-huh. I'll be the number one followed social media dietitian in the world. Okay, so, so the there will be a lot of of possibilities and responsibility too, because I'll be able to help my growing community. There's so many people that need help with nutrition and weight management, yeah. and I'll be able to use my platforms for that. Yeah, and you yeah. certainly have experience and understand how bodies process food. I'm, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, like, I've learned a lot about weight management through all of the stuff that I've been doing. Do right now, I'm actually on a 12 week break. Yeah. I call it Sexification 2020, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm almost seven weeks. Oh, people love that name, and I love uh-huh. when people message me about it because their phone doesn't know that word, right. so it auto corrects it to specification or uh, just some crazy stuff. It's funny, <laughs> but I'm seven weeks in and I'm down over forty pounds. Wow! Wow! And so, that, is that just eating like a normal person? Uh, well, no. I mean, I I pretty much am pretty. I'm pretty adamant about it as far as lots of healthy vegetables, yeah. fruits, leaner meats, and stuff like that. When I do my, I, I don't necessarily, I don't call them cheat meals. I hate that word. 
or that phrase. But I'll uh, when I go to restaurants and stuff, I still have fun. Yeah. And also too, I'll do it on like a Friday or Saturday because on Sundays I do a three hour ride. Nice. Like I'm doing one later tonight, yeah. and it's gonna suck. It always does. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the calories you burn doing stuff like that is crazy. Mm-hmm. For my graduation present, I bought myself a really nice spin bike that's pretty much the same as what we had at the Missouri State Student Rec Center. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on that probably ten to twelve hours a week, and then I lift as well. Sure. All my fitness stuff is definitely nothing that's like sustainable if you have a family and uh-huh. stuff. Just too much time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> but also, if you're wanting to lose serious weight, I mean, you're not going to do it not exercising. Sure. Well, thanks for being here. We're really excited to have you. No, and, this um, is awesome. I always love being on podcasts. Yeah, you get to learn, and it's fun talking to so many people. One of my favorite things about all the food challenges is just meeting all of the people mm-hmm. I have all around the world since I started. It's way different than back when I was working behind a desk doing construction. Yeah. So... We're going to cover Bears today. Bears uh, All-American Sports Grill, as they're called. Um, why don't you walk us through that challenge before we get into the history of the restaurant and our actual review? This okay. was your 101st win. I actually watched it. It was so long Just ago. yesterday. It <laughs> yeah. was, it was, I don't know what year it was, but in the background, there was a trailer for Prometheus playing <laughs> on I, the, It was 2012 yeah. or 2013 oh, or something, goodness. but... You know a video's old if I'm wearing my these aren't guns, they're cannons. Yes. Uh, well, you don't have like off your sleeves. branded merch yes. yet. Like yeah. now you have like a I total look. I was probably look wearing a Missouri State bear hat in that. I, I'm uh, not sure. I possibly. don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. You were definitely wearing I was on the, the South Campbell location. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think they had the down. They, it, was, uh, it was still Boomers or something. Oh, uh, yeah. The downtown yeah. location. Yeah, that's right. Right off Kimbrough. But what they've got is, it's number 50 on their menu, but it was basically four one-pound burger patties and then 12 strips of bacon just layered in between the burgers along with 12 slices of American cheese. And then there was the bun, which I think they have a different bun now, but it was almost like a pita bread when I did it. It was weird, which I was happy about Mm -hmm. because it was less food. But then there was a pound of fries. So you have one hour to do it or 60 minutes, and if you win... You get the meal free, a Bears t-shirt, and then a spot on the Wall of Fame. And I was the first to win. They've got the challenge, I think, still at all their locations. Uh-huh. Yeah, this sounds large, but truly in comparison to some things that you've done since, like other burgers I've seen you eat, maybe a fourth of the size of those. Like, Ooh, it, I don't know about a fourth. <laughs> I mean, it's about six pounds of food. And uh, I've never eaten 24 <laughs> pounds of food. <laughs> but it's a lot bigger than the, the burger challenge that's at Dublin's Pass. Okay, we have to talk about that All sometime. Right. <laughs> All right, so before we start talking about uh, our experiences at Bears this week, let's learn a little bit about Bears All-American Sports Grill. Plainview Elementary School was a small schoolhouse on the southwest corner of Campbell and Plainview Road, a.k.a. Farm Road 182, in the first half of the 20th century. Next to it was a small grocery store. By the 1960s, though, both the school and the grocery store had closed. In 1965, the city sold the abandoned Plainview Elementary to a married couple, George and Jean Baer, B-A-I-R, who also bought the grocery building. The Bears converted the schoolhouse into a... 
People House and reopened the store under a new name, Bear's Grocery. The Bear family ran the business there for 20 years before selling in 1985 to another family who kept it going for another 30 years before retiring and closing the place for good in 2015. I grew up on the other side of Campbell from Bear's Grocery. We never went there for gas because there was always another station on our side, but I used to have to cross Campbell and visit Bear's to replenish the propane tank for my parents' gas grill. It was uh, weird in there, kind of dimly lit and bleak, and there was a fast food style booth against the wall, and I guess people would just hang out there. I don't know, strange, but it was also totally local, uh, didn't have a bunch of corporate oil company branding everywhere, wasn't pristine and clean and shiny. There's nowhere like Bear's Grocery left in Springfield, as far as I know. There might be something somewhere, but I don't know, it's, it's kind of a shame. George and Jean Bear, originators of Bear's Grocery, had kids, and at least one of those kids had kids, and one of George and Jean Bear's kids' kids was named Timothy Bear. Timothy Tim Bear's name started showing up in the newsletter in 1980, when he was the running back on the Cherokee Middle School football team. Cherokee Middle School, my alma mater, and notably right down the road from Bear's Grocery. Tim continued with football at Kickapoo and was also a serious wrestler. The last mention of Tim's name in the paper in relation to sports occurred on May 22, 1986, two days before the birth of yours truly, also a noted athlete. Even though Tim's competitive sports days were over, sports would continue to be a major part of Tim's life and business later on. Okay, so Tim Bear played a lot of sports in the 80s. We got that. I wonder, back then, did the voice on the PA ever introduce him as Tim Bear? No? No good? Sorry. Post-sports, Tim Bear began a food service career and uh, then a political career. He managed Applebee's restaurants in the 90s and was an executive general manager by the year 2000. In the year 2005, Tim Bear became the mayor of Battlefield, Missouri, that small area southwest of Springfield that everybody pretty much thinks is Springfield. Anyway, it's insane, but I could find pretty much nothing about Tim Bear's time as mayor. I wonder what he's hiding. Probably nothing. Being mayor of a small town most people think is part of a bigger town is probably pretty boring. So boring that Tim only did it for two months, from June to August of 2005. Actually, I am just brazenly lying about Tim's reasons for quitting. In fact, Tim Bear resigned as mayor of Battlefield because it took too much of his time, not too little. It might have been because around that time, after years of working as a franchise lackey, Tim was gearing up to start his own restaurant and be his own lackey. Tim Bear and his wife Jennifer opened the first Bears All-American Sports Grill out in Republic, Missouri back in 2007. They wanted to create a fun neighborhood family atmosphere and they wanted to serve killer burgers. Bear's policy was to serve only fresh, never frozen beef and hand form their patties daily. They also served fried stuff. Lots and lots of fried stuff. If it's a food that can be fried, Bears has probably fried it. They have fried pickles, fried mushrooms, fried onions in the shape of rings, fried green beans. This place even fries potatoes. Tim joked a lot about how battering and frying a vegetable was the only way to get him to eat one. In the old days, Tim also often mentioned how he wanted Bears to be a place where he knew every customer on a first name basis. 
I bet that got more challenging as the business expanded to more locations. Today, there are currently four Bears All-American Sports Grillses, two in Springfield and one in Nixa, in addition to the original one in Republic. Did you hear how smoothly I integrated that information just now? That's how it's done. 86 episodes, baby. Easy top burger, uh-huh. man. Pretty cool, Love right? It. Yes. Well, so, the good thing is, is you're humble about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm ever not humble, I am faking it. <laughs> <laughs> so we know your history with Bears, uh, Randy. Dan, have you been there prior to Travis? I've week? been to Bears a ton of times. Oh, okay. so there, there's a location real close to my house uh, that we frequent uh, whenever we want a burger. And it's a great I think place I've, to watch a game, too. Absolutely, huh? yeah. I, I've definitely watched something there before. I'm not sure what, but uh, I think I've only ever been to the Kimbrew one. Okay. I've definitely been to the both of the ones in town, um, but I did not get to get a chance to go to the Campbell one this time. I went to the Kimbrew one both trips this week. Um, I had been a few times. You know, it's not a place that I would ever, I'd ever like seek out on my own, but a lot of times groups will want to go there. It's like a fun place. Everybody can find something. Sure. They think is interesting because there are a lot of options. There are on the, the menu menu's at freaking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So I know that there are fifty official burgers, right? But now they only have thirty-five on the menu. The menu stops at thirty-five. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Oh, they took some off. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and they used to have the gigantic menu that you could barely fit at your table, and I think it's been sized down a little yeah. bit as well. Well, it's probably hard for not only the the cooks but just to remember all the burgers oh absolutely yeah because then everybody i mean one thing i first asked when i didn't actually have to do the food challenge was what do you what gets recommended how do you narrow 50 Mm -hmm. down to just two or three well i was thinking too like most of these on here have toppings that make sense and i know i can't remember anything specifically but when i used to go back there was stuff on there like who would ever order that there were some weirder ones on there so maybe they, they cut out some of the weird like ones. what because if you if you if you say my favorite i'm gonna have no to i don't have any good examples <laughs> i think there everything used to be like now. a jamaican jerk chicken burger mm. which i thought was very strange but or one that would have like I think a, i've heard that before yeah. a grilled chicken breast and a beef patty or <laughs> 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 something like that i don't know yeah uh, so let's go ahead and start with the appetizers that we tried this week. Dan and I, Dan, when you and I went uh, last Sunday, mm-hmm. when, our, when I told our guests the wrong time, <laughs> uh, we got some apps. I got some cheese curds. Absolutely. That was recommended to us by our server at Bowie <laughs> the week before <laughs> yeah. that. And uh, we should have asked this server what we should get next week. No, uh, we should have. Yeah. yeah. Screwed up. Um, they were good. It was hot cheese, hot fried cheese. I, I liked it. I mean, I'm I'm struggling a little bit with this place because most of the food is like very like a very basic version of the thing that it is. Sure. You know, I have a feeling that these are not like house made. They're probably just like a you know SGC or. Have you had Wisconsin actual cheese curds? No, I haven't. I, I have, have the ones oh, at Culver's, really? okay, okay. which are very good. And I would say like the Culver's ones are better than the ones at Bears. Okay, but you know. I'm not sure. I don't know that I could compare them, but uh, I I, re- I really enjoyed these. Yeah. The few that I had, yeah, lint to me. There's not like a lot of cheese. It's pretty thick breading mm-hmm. with a little bit of cheese in the middle. And I know I said they were hot, but the truth is they were more like lukewarm. And I understand with cheese curds, you can't serve them too hot because that cheese inside is, oh, yeah. gets crazy and it'll burn, burn you. So uh, I don't know. I liked them. They came with three dips, which was oh, crazy. Yeah. It was like a ranch, a spicy ranch, and like a barbecue looking. Oh no, it was marinara. It was marinara, it was marinara with marinara. cheese, cheese on, top on top of it, like yeah. a, a, a baked marinara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And a healthy serving size, too. It was, this is just a side, you know, in, in place of regular fries. And you got a whole bunch of cheese curds. Wasn't yeah, able, you don't leave the place hungry, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, all their portions are very good, especially on their appetizers. I had the green bean fries on my last visit, and uh, there were definitely a bunch of those in there. I, I enjoyed them probably about the same as the cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could pull the full green bean out of its, like, batter cast and Uh. still have two full pieces uh my biggest problem with them they just didn't have a whole lot of seasoning like Uh. there was kind of a cayenne kick to them but other than that not a not a whole lot of flavor you have experience any of the apps there or sides i'm usually always on a diet when i'm not doing my food challenges and my favorite burger there is a little bit higher in calories Uh so i don't really do too many apps okay so no apps this week no. Uh, I also tried the jalapeno bottle caps when Ooh. I went, and those are... I have had those. Those yeah, are good. they're good. I really enjoyed them. They're not that spicy. You know, I realize that there's a certain time whenever you pick the... Uh, sure. I almost said avocados. Jalapenos <laughs> to, you know... It depends on how they're aged or whatever as, as to how spicy they are. There were also some red ones in there, which are interesting. Oh, really? Like a couple of them were red, but the, the, the breading on those is pretty light compared to the other fried items that we had, and I really enjoyed the lightness of the breading, and you could still... You know, you could still get that crunchy texture, but you got a lot of like the juice from the jalapenos and stuff. And they're not really like, like miserable those. spicy either. No, know? no, they're they're pretty. Very, they're very mild. Yeah, there's a good. couple burgers that have those on top uh-huh. of them that I think that'd probably be pretty good. Yeah, one of the burgers I got would have been better with it, and I'll get with those, <laughs> and I'll get, I'll get to that in a little bit. I also had onion rings the last time I visited, and uh, I think I'm starting to realize that I don't actually have that much to say about onion rings. <laughs> I keep getting them and then just repeating myself. Uh, they were battered. They were good. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a panko-style batter. Uh-huh. It was the beer other battle. style of batter. Beer. I said beer battle. That's what the word that came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Beer battered? Is yeah, that what beer you battered. Uh, don't get a whole lot of them in the order, but that's just a little common. I, you know what? I think I'm going to stop getting onion rings for the show <laughs> unless I just hear that they're like some phenomenal onion rings. I, I just don't have anything to say about them. Sure. You just can't beat the Popeye's onion rings. It's a problem. I do, I do like Popeye's <laughs> onion rings. I don't know that you can't beat them, uh, but uh, I think I've never like an official. <laughs> can't beat them. Uh, you tried fries too, right? I think yes, you had fries yeah. one of our yeah, visits. Yeah, fries on the first visit. I, I like the fries a lot. Pretty I, thick? Very thick fries. A lot of potential to mess up a thick fry. I think they're pretty easily messed up and it's definitely towards the bottom of my list of like fry cuts. But I thought these were great. I mean, the Bears has a lot of sauce options between the boom boom sauce options. Uh, yeah, a lot of options. God, uh, <laughs> bigger fries are preferred when you're doing food challenges. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get into that? Why? Yeah. Well, because when you have the thin fries, there's just so much more surface area. Oh. So they can actually be chewier and hard to sure. eat. And yeah. If they cook them a little bit too much, they can really cut up your. Uh, cut Absolutely. up your mouth. Ooh, yeah, but if they're Crispy thicker stuff. steak fries, they're more moist uh, be just, just because they're thicker. Sure. But then also, too, because they're moist, they just go right down. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, a sharp little fry point, <laughs> that that's uh, almost an on-the-job like, hazard. Like potato for knives. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I thought potato the potato blades. Were fun. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah. Let's get into the burgers. Randy, what, what is your go-to burger at Bears? Uh, definitely. Some places have this burger and others don't, and I always just love when they do have it. My go-to sandwich is usually like a buffalo chicken sandwich, mm, okay. but when there's this burger, I always try to get it. And like I said, it is not low in calories, <laughs> but the uh, fried pickles and ranch. Oh, man. I almost got it. Yes. I, I love delicious, fried pickles. Delicious, yeah. delicious, delicious. 
What about so it? So they like? have a pretty good ranch there too. They do. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe their fried pickles? I, I don't. I mean, we've had a couple fried pickles for the show, but these are, I think, just pick, dill pickle chips. Yeah, they're dill pickle chips, and they're not the kind that are so salty that you can only eat a few mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then plus two, they're really good. At, the burgers are just really well cooked. Yeah, yeah. So you have so many juices from the burgers, the juices from the pickles, mm-hmm. and then the ranch on top of everything. It all just kind of flows together, really tasty. My big problem with fried pickles is you off, you don't get a crispiness on them mm. al- almost ever. I find. I mean, I've had Bears fried pickles a bunch of times, and it's it's just kind of a soft batter. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just got to be because of the moisture content in a pickle. I'm not very really big hard, on the. I, mean, I don't think they have these at Bears, but the spears. I we've had those mm. once for the show, I think, and I totally agree with you. Yeah. I don't like. The I would spears rather them be chips. Yeah. 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 Get that? Uh, it's more like a more like a chippy texture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chippy. Uh, so I tried two different burgers this week. Is that you did too, right, Dan? I, the second time I went, I had a sandwich. Actually, I, oh. I, I went the non-burger route there. I had a little taste of somebody's salad. We can get into that too. Oh, wow. So the first burger that I got was the Just went over to a random table. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> grabbed a little spoonful. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Excuse me. It's for a podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and what salad was this? <laughs> Uh, I got the PB and J burger Ooh. the first time that we went, which is maybe the weirdest thing on the menu. I can confirmed. I watched you get uh-huh. it. Peanut, peanut butter. butter on burgers is fire. It's I, delicious. Yeah, I'm 100 yeah. for the peanut butter, and, and I've had eggs. that previously. Fried eggs on okay. burgers is great too. The jelly is the weird thing here for sure. Um, peanut butter, grape jelly, and two slices of bacon. Also, oh, yeah, and it I, was grape jelly. Okay, mm-hmm. and I declined all the other toppings, like no tomatoes, onion, and lettuce yeah. on top. You know, it just seemed too weird. With I think the, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. they're always served on the side at Bears, which uh-huh. I, I like in a burger place. Gives you some control. Yeah, for and, sure. But they still ask you just to minimize. Minimalize, minimize minimalize food waste <laughs> which is very nice yeah right? uh, so with this one the peanut butter was on top of the bottom bun and then there was the patty and then the bacon and then on top like smeared against the top bun really? was the jelly so no so they peanut butter together. jelly mixture yeah no mixture between the two and uh you know if you hold it uh you know top to bottom or bottom to top <laughs> You know, you know how you hold a burger. Yes. When you bite in, the first taste you get it after the bread is the uh, peanut butter. Sure. So I would get a little bit of sweetness from that jelly in there, but it was mostly imperceptible until I like scraped some off and tasted it. Um, and when I got that, it didn't make any sense. But I mostly <laughs> tasted the peanut butter, and yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Peanut butter is my favorite food. Really. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, love peanut butter very much. Peanut um, butter and ice cream is always amazing. Oh, ooh, so yeah. good. But uh, I like this burger. I ordered mine cooked medium, which I you know. Two times, two or three times a year, I get a burger cooked rare. But uh, medi- I, I said medium. Medium rare is what I ordered at a Bears, and it was uh, really good. It was cooked medium rare, and it was juicy, and there was some grease that came off of there and uh, made me feel good. <laughs> In <laughs> really the United States, <laughs> I always, and especially with food challenges, medium rare is the way to go. Yeah. That, yeah, that, once I, it's, that makes sense. My mom always gets everything well cooked, and I always just give her cr- crap about <laughs> it because it just takes away all the juices. Yeah. And the, the drier something is, the harder it is to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, are you a, a grape jelly or a strawberry jelly? Uh, the more pungent the flavor, the more I tend to like it. So grape is pretty bland, and I'm like ra- raspberry is kind of the way to go for me if I'm going to do a raspberry. Jelly. Yeah. Okay, pretty I prefer intense a flavor. Blackberry is good Ooh, too. Okay. Yeah. Flavor intensity. Give me that seedy texture yeah. too. Really yeah. into that. I'll definitely take you, strawberry over grape. Oh, though. strawberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strawberry. Yeah, I don't really get to have these much, but anytime there's a Monte Cristo, 
I try to go with one of those, but a lot of restaurants don't have those. But my mom was actually able to find, I think it was at like a, a nearby, near St. Louis, I think like an Amish community or something, but strawberry jalapeno jelly. Ooh, yeah. That sounds delicious. Awesome. I was just going to say this sandwich would be so awesome with a jalapeno jelly. Oh. It would be yeah, so okay. good. You, you could still get that jelly texture, but with the peanut butter with and With that little spice there, yeah. Yeah. So it was a really good, really interesting burger. I, ultimately, I wish the jelly had just not been on there, but... Uh, not my first peanut butter burger experience. Certainly won't be my last. Pretty tasty. <laughs> What's what did you get, Dan? Um, I'm gonna start with my sandwich. I went with the big French dip just because I'm still kind of on that Italian beef sandwich <laughs> kick. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is an ongoing thing, Randy. Yeah, oh goodness, with those you. Yes, okay. yeah, they did have au jus. Good, good, good. Uh, sliced grilled beef smothered in our five cheese blend. Not super common for a French dip to mm. even have cheese on there served with a side of au jus. The strips of beef were nice and tender. It wasn't like sliced uh, deli beef. It was or like roast beef. Yeah. It was actual like kind of chunks of it like you'd have in a I don't know beef teriyaki sure. or something just more chunks of steak. There was a little gristle in my first bite, but everything else was super tender and the beef was stacked tall. Uh, feature that you should have in a French dip or any kind of beef sandwich, really. It was covered in the cheese. The hoagie roll was super soft, and you could kind of tear it into little mini sandwiches, and the pull that you got from the cheese was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it was... It, it was a real pleasure, especially after I recently had an Italian beef sandwich that was horrible. Maybe the worst thing I've had for the show. Wow. Worst food I've had in a long time, yeah. and this really... It was so much better. The au jus wasn't great. It definitely just seemed like a can of beef stock, maybe with some Worcestershire sauce. Uh-huh. Uh, not not fantastic, uh, but it made me really want to try like their Philly cheese steak because the actual steak and cheese and hoagie were wonderful. I, I mean, I didn't even need the au jus. It, I, I really enjoyed the sandwich. It's so depressing when there's more bread than meat. So that's yeah. good that you oh. had a good amount of uh, cheese and, and meat on there. This last one I had, there was definitely more bread than meat and then a red meat sauce ladled on top of it. Oh, my uh, gosh. I mean, there was we, also We already of. talked about it. It was that new place, Archie's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, we yeah. don't need to further get into it. I, I definitely lamented it. I know I'm way late to the party with this, but I forgot. Now I just remembered. But the nachos at Bears are pretty good, oh, too, okay. as far oh, as wow. appetizers. Yeah. Uh, well, tell if us you, about them. Ah, uh, it was like it was a. It wasn't this past sure. week, but and I think I had been drinking a little bit. It was after <laughs> a, a Bears tailgate game. Uh-huh. But um, there's a lot of toppings on it. So with anything, the more toppings, the better. Usually, pizza, nachos. But I don't remember completely. But sour cream, all the different. I think there was some chi- that you can do chicken, beef, whatever you want. But definitely worth getting. It's definitely a, loaded a pretty good nacho. portion okay. too. Yeah. No. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, like I said, you never leave that place hungry. Yeah, the beef is a bit of a nacho connoisseur, right? Isn't Yes, I think she's had this before, but we refer to my girlfriend as the beef. We need to change it ASAP. <laughs> How does she feel about that? Uh, she doesn't know about know. it yet. Oh, okay. and, uh, I, I, I wouldn't tell her that either. Before she does. I, I, we, let's go back to Dime Piece. Nah, she, she's a 10 out of 10, so. stunning beauty, <laughs> supermodel. Uh <laughs> I think she'd like that more. <laughs> yes, yeah, I also do. Uh, she, I think she is a pretty big fan of their nachos. What? 
What was your second burger, Andy? I got the teriyaki and pineapple burger. Ooh, okay. So another weird one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just decided no normal this Why time. Not? Pineapple teriyaki sauce in our five cheese blend. Now, as a point of comparison, I'm going to bring up the fact that I forgot to talk about the bacon on the PB&J burger, which kind of made the burger. Oh, yeah. Because it was high quality, pretty thick cut, and well cooked. You, like you crispy. gave me a piece of the bacon, and it was very it was good. good. And it... it created a layer of texture there that was missing from this teriyaki and pineapple burger. This was like big one big mushy bite. Sure. It tasted really good, but compared to this teriyaki one, there was just not the variety of texture. And I honestly couldn't really taste the teriyaki. The The two tastes that I got were pineapple and beef, um, which are good, but also this burger was very wet because of the, you know, uh, juice content from the pineapple and just you know i once again got it medium rare so it's a pretty juicy beef and like even halfway through eating it the bun got a little soggy and so it was just kind of mush food we've talked about that before so kind of textureless mush food after a certain point it was good just not as good as the uh pb and j burger sure so yeah do we have any anything else to talk about i got got another burger the one that i had whenever we ate together Uh andy the mac and cheese burger mm. also wanted to get something kind of wild. This there. looked incredible oh on the goodness. place. Guys, mac and cheese, that five cheese blend that pretty much comes on uh-huh. everything that they serve here and Jack and cheddar cheese. So Oof. an additional two cheeses. That's a seven cheese blend. Cheese me, Mike. On top of the mac and cheese. When it was brought out, it smelled both of our burgers. They smelled kind of like a fresh cooked grill burger, like an outdoor charcoal uh-huh. grill burger, almost not charcoaly necessarily, but just a delicious smell to them. There's a hefty scoop of craft or generic box mac and cheese on there, along with the cheesy blends. It's a it's like a cheesy super group is what I would compare <laughs> it to. You got the uh, got that five cheese blend, you mm-hmm. know, it's your Jack Bruce holding everything together beautiful robust voice <laughs> you're you really that. good at describing stuff hey, well hey we you're really good at the adjectives <laughs> robust this, the, uh, the uh, jack cheddar blend that's your eric clapton an american <laughs> classic i do know eric clapton is english providing a nuanced <laughs> bluesy flavor and then that's all on top of your mess of mac and cheese, your ginger baker, RIP, <laughs> messy and mean and all over the place, but essential to the taste <laughs> slash sound. You put them all together and you have a delicious creamy burger. <laughs> if you need to understand how heavy this sandwich is, and it was very heavy, it it was delicious. It's one of my favorite burgers I've probably had in wow. town. I'd put it in like the top 10. It was just Man. such a great mess. The burger tasted delicious. To give you an idea of just how heavy it is, go ahead and go back to last week's episode and listen to the very last segment and just know that I ate the whole burger before we recorded. And uh, <laughs> maybe that's why it went so poorly that our <laughs> guest had to give us a pep talk about how good we are. <laughs> After having left during the segment, yes, yeah. walked out, <laughs> taken a break, literally stepped away and came back and had to tell us that we were shining stars because we were are all right. flailing so <laughs> <laughs> badly. <laughs> but yes, this was delicious. It, it, um, I would encourage Andy, you to go check this out sometime to uh, potentially induct it to the uh, Pantheon. I, I really, really loved it. You wouldn't let my uh, beloved Buck Johnson get in there. And this is another uh, similar, just a dirty mess of a 
meal. Okay. Anything else? Anything else you want to mention about bears, Randy? They got a fully stocked bar, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> they do. Pretty oh, reasonable about prices, that. too. I mean, you can spend as much as you want like anywhere else, but you can also spend as little, too. I mean... Well, I mean, if you want to get a cheap domestic beer, they've got pretty good pitcher prices yeah. when you want to watch a game or whatnot. Yeah, and their food's not super cheap, but you do get huge yeah. portions. You, you will you not for. leave uh, hungry. The second time I went, um, it was a Friday evening, so drinking time. Sure. And I ordered a, a neat whiskey. I said, yeah, just give me a well whiskey neat. And she says, you want to you make it a double? And I said, ah, I don't think so. And so here's a good server. She could see me perusing the beer menu, and she walks back, and she's like, just a dollar more to make it a double. <laughs> I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I know the owner just from doing the food challenges, and he's just a really good, good, genuine, good-hearted guy. Does a lot for the Springfield community. I know has a uh, makes a lot of food at the tailgates for the Bears games and stuff like that. But uh, the customer service, I don't know if you guys want to comment on that, but anytime I've been there, everybody's always friendly. Yeah. The bartenders, the servers, everybody there is just happy for sure. to be working there. So Our server it, that makes fantastic. it a lot of fun too. When Dan and I went together, I think we were like the third people to be there on a yeah, Sunday morning. Really, really. And so our, I mean, our server was very friendly, but there were, you know, she didn't have to hustle or anything or he didn't have to hustle or anything. And then the, Friday night when I went, it was packed. Like, and it was getting more busy as we got there. And she was very attentive. She did a great job. I went yesterday at ten fifty five a.m. to pick <laughs> up an order, so they they were not very busy. But they do open at ten thirty, I guess, oh. just to get. I think it's just for football reasons to oh, get people yeah. in there for like the pregame coverage and, and stuff. Really, with online ordering and stuff now, if you want your food at eleven when a place opens, you have to be able to have your hour say 10 30 online mm. so maybe that could be part of it too i don't know you know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah Who i've never heard that that's a good point <laughs> yeah so let's rate this place i didn't come up with a funny rating system today uh campus uh ball football team homonyms <laughs> is that yeah, what a many, homonym is sure how many football team homonyms would you rate uh bears all-star american sports grill why is it not bar and grill? It's definitely a bar and a grill. I didn't realize it wasn't a bar and grill. Yeah, just sports what grill. What is it called, so? Bears, All-American, Sports, Grill. Really? Yeah. That's well, so weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the reason, but a lot of places keep bar out of it because once a family hears bar, they don't want to bring their kids there. Yeah, sure. All Looking right. at you, Applebee's. Yep. So it's a pretty family-friendly place. It is very much a family-friendly place. Not after nine or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so out of five, what would you rate this place, Bears, Randy? Now, is this like one bite pizza reviews? I don't know. Where a whole <laughs> number mean? is a rookie score? Uh, no, we you just don't ever do... watch bar stools. No, one bite pizza I don't reviews? watch anything. <laughs> no. Oh, on like Twitter <laughs> no. and stuff. Oh, okay, he always has a guest rater uh, when he does a, a slice of pizza. Oh, okay. Uh, but if it's like a four. Or a, a whole number, he says it's a rookie score. So I just was wanting to check. I don't want to be the rookie score. No, people have done weird numbers before. Sure, I usually do an increments of point five. Okay, so that's my that's my personal policy. Whatever you feel. Let's see. I definitely wouldn't go lower than four. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, going by the same rules as the one by pizza reviews, there's no real fives out of fives. Mm -hmm. So I would say a, a four point two. 4.2. Fantastic. Right. What do you think, Dan? I'm, I'm going to drop a big fat four on them. I totally expected to uh, not 
love bears as much as I did. Yeah. And I think at least the time that Andy and I went together was probably my best experience I've ever had there. The no food kidding. was just really delicious and uh, uh, could have used better company. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't. We, we're around we each other time. for like four straight hours yes, that yeah, day. So yeah, as, it makes a lot as of sense. we are on Sundays. <laughs> no, no, it was fantastic. I, I, I like bears this week more than I did before this week. Yeah. I like bear. I had a great time eating at bear. So the food was good. I like the atmosphere too. We didn't really talk about that. It almost feel it has like an English pub vibe to me. There's a lot of like varnished hardwood in there on the walls and that kind of thing. I think it depends on which one you go to. Too. Oh yeah. Well, this, I'm just talking different specifically. Setup, yeah. Cause I, I did the actual food challenge at the South Campbell uh-huh. location. I haven't been to the next one. Oh yeah. Neither have I Nixon or Republic, the original. I actually have been to the Republic one. Now huh. that I think of it, I went uh, last year sometime with How's a friend compare? that lives out there. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I like the environment. The, the campus went a lot. Like I said, in kind of an English pub vibe, a lot of hardwood in there. It's pretty cool. That's nice also place. been like nine places. Oh, so yeah. they, they didn't really get to create <laughs> they just it. it. Yeah. They just had to retrofit it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go 3.5. I'm a notoriously hard grader, Randy. Okay. Uh, it's just a solid place. I would never not be disappointed uh, if somebody picked it, as I have never been disappointed when, if somebody picked it. But it's never going to be like, I'm never going to say, oh, man, I really want to go to Bears today. Sure. You know? But uh, yeah, good place. Glad glad you picked it, Randy. Well, good. It's no, good I one. appreciate you covering it. Yeah. All right. So let's move into our special guest interview segment. Last meal. Funny bit. So, Randy, Mayor Ken McClure, as you know, he's a he's a bit of a curmudgeon and. Uh, he he links up with Andy and I to let us know uh, whenever we're having somebody on if if he's got a problem with them or not. And so far, it's been pretty much a hundred percent of our guests. People, yeah, he, he's got some sort of beef with uh-huh. uh, you specifically. He doesn't like oversized food. He's not. It's not competitive eating that he doesn't like or professional eating. He's fine with all of that. Um, he's a job creator, I'm sure, <laughs> or some, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but he just doesn't like whenever uh, something is bigger than it's supposed to be. Uh, so for that reason, he has decided to put you to death. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as he spells gluttony right, I hate when okay. people. I hate when people spell it with gluten. Yeah. Gluttony. Oh my gosh, what gluttony. Oh my goodness, in my experience, it's spelled (laughs) (laughs) D-A-N. Anyway, Mayor Ken McClure, he's putting you to death uh, by having you... (laughs) What's he going to do? Well, that's right. He told Andy, actually. Yeah. The method of... He's going to make you... just eat un- uh, unseasoned oatmeal until you die. Oh, wow. That, that, <laughs> now, that's the food thing's cool. not going to work because uh, you'll just disqualify yourself, <laughs> <laughs> which is a joke for anyone who watches Randy's videos. Yes. Get a little bit sick. Yeah. If you haven't yet, go ahead and pause the podcast a long time ago and search Randy Santel on Facebook or YouTube s-a-n-t-e-l there are so many videos or even just food challenges all of our videos come up yeah anyway you're gonna be executed so uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah check out that last video of randy's (laughs) um so before you are executed your last meal before you uh get fed unseasoned oatmeal whatever we're gonna do Uh, you get uh, yeah one last meal. It has to be four courses, all locally owned Springfield restaurants, and a drink, an app, 
an entree and a dessert. Mm-hmm. I've never done a better, a worse job of saying that out loud as <laughs> no, I did really right haven't. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you doing it for me. <laughs> sure. Well, let's start, let's start with your drink. What's your drink, Randy? The okay. last one ever. My drink, since I'm going to be being going away, I got to uh-huh. go with a nice, relaxing beer. Uh-huh. So I'll probably go with a stout. Uh, I'll probably go any of the ones that are available at, uh, let's go Winter Grind just because it's mm, local. Sure. Yeah. But uh, my favorite would be, and I don't, Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if there's any, but I love chocolate peanut butter milk stouts. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But since I don't know of a Springfield local one, we'll just go with Wintergrind. That rules. Okay. Got to have a good beer. Yeah, that's a great choice. All right. So how Get about yourself a-, a little caffeine buzz? Uh huh. At time. Oh of death. yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't drink Wintergrind on a weeknight. It's kind of a problem. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, if you're dying. <laughs> Uh, we all are, Dan. <laughs> We're all going down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Randy, tell us about your appetizer. My appetizer? Okay, I actually just had this last night, and while it is an entree for a lot of people, <laughs> uh, my my last meal is going to be good size. Oh, absolutely. So for my appetizer, I'm going to go with the loaded potato from Buckingham Barbecue. Okay. Oh, it's wow. a just a giant, like, one-pound actual potato, and it's covered with coleslaw uh, beef brisket, pulled pork, and a couple other things. Whoa! And wow. they love me there. Uh, sometimes <laughs> they try to they they didn't really know I was a professional eater, so they would just like keep adding food, trying to get it to so that I won't actually finish. And uh-huh. I told them last night finally that they're going to get fired for giving <laughs> away too much food before they actually beat me because last night's was like three and a half pounds, Oof. and uh, I was able to finish still because it was delicious and it was getting me ready for my ride today. Uh, which I guess I don't get to do since I'm about to die. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely the loaded baked potato. Yeah, awesome. Incredible. All right, entree. Entree, and we actually talk about last meal a lot and stuff just because it's a thing with food uh-huh. with all, like, the nutrition and dietetics classes. And I've had some years to think about this, and I think it would have to be the same for a lot of people. It'd be a, a home-cooked meal that reminds me of, of back home. Okay. And so my favorite meal uh, we have it a lot of times when I'm back home with mom and dad. It's a St. Louis thing. I don't know if you guys are big on them here, but pork steaks. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, yeah, pork steaks. I'd actually rather have a, a nice barbecued bor- pork steak than a, a nice, like, $100 steak. Man, that's awesome. And so the only actual place I know that does them here would be Lambert's. Oh, no kidding. So, Whoa. yeah, I used to huh. get them back there. So, okay. yeah, I would do a Lambert's pork steak. Yeah. Now, this isn't breaded at all, is it? No, it's okay, not. This no, is, they're okay. barbecued. Yeah, they're grilled. Wow. So, yeah, you that grill them. Awesome. You want to have them nice and tender, but they're a lot fattier than the beef steaks. Mm-hmm. So, they usually end up coming out nice. And then, like, a little before it's time, you sauce them with whatever sauce Absolutely. you want. And then you're able to eat them. Fantastic. All right. All right. How are you going to close it out? What kind of dessert? Okay, this dessert's the easiest ever. Okay. Uh, another St. Louis thing is gooey butter cake. Uh-huh. And the gooey butter cake dessert at Civil Kitchen is heavenly. Nice. It's it's not only like massive, like the size of like for two or three people, but it also comes with vanilla bean ice cream. And so, yeah, it is amazing. Oof. That would, If I'm going to go out, it's going to go out finishing that. Man, yeah. got to try that out. <laughs> Yes, I didn't yeah. know it was on the menu. I <laughs> yeah, love it's, it. It's, okay. it's worth it. And it's reasonably priced, too. All right, awesome. So that's Randy Santel's last meal. Wow. You heard it here. <laughs> well, I guess only Springfield. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> cool. Well, uh, thank you for being on the show, Randy. I guess that's about all we've got today. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. This is awesome. 
Oh, it's, it actually sounds like we've got somebody at the door here in the in the. Uh, hey, hey, hey! Hey, spring food. The, there, there's a man in the tower. I don't, I don't know who who he is. The the voice is vaguely familiar. I like to party. Do you like to party? Uh, I mean, yeah, I like to party. Randy, how how about yourself? I you like to party. party. You yeah. don't recognize me. You uh, know my name. <laughs> Do we now, Randy? Are you any ideas? <laughs> I am blanking. No. Well, that's probably because I don't have my makeup on today. Oh, are you uh, like a drag queen of some sort? No. Or is this Crystal Method? No, it's me. Paul Stanley from the Rock Room Cheers. Okay, that's why I recognize the voice. I should have known. Oh that my totally gosh. makes sense. What big fan, Paul? You don't you don't uh, recognize my face from our unmasked period? <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, I don't. I, I think lick it up. That's a part of the unmasked period, right? Yes, my my <laughs> crowning achievement. Now, Andy, you literally just I saw did. Kiss, I just like, saw Kiss last and week. I'm talked surprised. about them on the bonus episode that came out five days ago. Wow, what a weird coincidence that he's here. <laughs> that is a very weird coincidence. Uh, I don't Miss- believe in coincidences. <laughs> yes, I mean that's Kiss Cannon. Great to finally meet you. <laughs> yeah, uh, are you a fan? Of course, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Stanley... Uh, if anybody knows how to lick it up, it's Randy Santel. I just actually watched <laughs> Role Models, and you guys are Absolutely, on that one. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Uh, the big plot point of Role Models. Randy, in Paul summer... Paul Rudd, still a close friend. <laughs> really? He loves to party. <laughs> you became friends with Paul Rudd, and I'm assuming Sean William Scott. He plays from- drums in the band now. <laughs> Does he? Okay. Well, you know, that makes sense. It's not Peter Chris anymore, but it's just somebody in makeup. Peter who? <laughs> What's that other movie with Kiss where it's the one where he doesn't want... Uh, Is this Detroit Rock there's City? There's Detroit Rock City. No, there's a recent video or movie about it's like, Why Him? Have oh, you seen that oh, one? I don't know. I don't with know that John I've seen Franco? this one. We'll put our music in anything. <laughs> <laughs> now... Randy, I've noticed in some of your videos, you wear headphones while you eat. Are, are you listening to Kiss, perhaps? Uh, Kiss, yeah, definitely. All the time. <laughs> just Kiss, yeah. Never Kesha, Miley Cyrus, or anybody like that ever, no. I would love to know what else you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you listening to, actually? Uh, uh, actually, my, my ultimate favorite song, It'll Never Be Beat, is Part in the USA. That song's right. so good. All right. yeah. It's such yeah. a good yeah. song. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I was so curious watching the videos, what you watched to get like hyped yeah, yourself up doing Yeah, people think it's that. like the rock and roll music that's in our videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I assumed no. it was metal, but. Yeah, no, it's uh, my favorite Who singer. Who did this is, song? My favorite singer is Kesha. <laughs> and so oh, wow. I've, I've actually been to see her in concert three times. But then I also like uh, Demi Lovato, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Ed Sheeran. But then I also have some music to man it up, uh, some Eminem. Sure. And uh, stuff like that, some rap songs. Paul, you familiar with these I artists? I gotta call Gene. We gotta <laughs> get in contact with our lawyers. <laughs> why, why is that? <laughs> because partying's our intellectual property. Oh, yes, that's right. You do hold a strong claim over partying. I, you, I that's kind of your brand, right? I don't know what this party in the USA song is, but. <laughs> That sounds like a Kiss song. It's, it's pretty it famous. Have been. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely not a Kiss song. It's a song by Miley Cyrus. But you, the reason I'm here. <laughs> the, okay, I was weird. I'm about to get moving to, that. to Springfield. Oh, really? You know why? Why? It's a great place to party. Oh, that, I mean, that's true for me and Randy personally. Amen. Uh, <laughs> but what? 
you're a man of age, not so- somebody I would necessarily consider the partying type. How do you like to party? Parties never die. <laughs> okay. I mean, in my experience, like they goodies. always do. <laughs> oh. You could probably fit in well at Crave. What's- oh, what? <laughs> Is it Crave, that old oyster bar? Oh, R.I.P. Crave. I loved going to Crave out of makeup and no one knew it was me. <laughs> how, do you, how do you like the to party? The people there are a lot older than at uh, Finnegan's. I like to party. I like to party with needles. <laughs> oh, my god! I mean. Just get together with my friends, sit around in a circle. You're make some scarves. I think we're talking. We're thinking of something different, needles wise. You're you're talking about knitting. Knitting. Oh, okay. I like to be in a knitting circle. Yeah, I mean that. I guess that could be considered a party. A part. <laughs> After a good game of bingo. Oh, you just blew the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, I like to just sit around and wait till my number comes up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll move on. <laughs> beyond, beyond, beyond bingo and... Uh, and uh, When you party, sometimes people get into fights. <laughs> Fist fights. <laughs> yes, that's Me and my friends true. just like to sit around and watch. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be a mother and daughter. Sometimes exes. <laughs> what? That'll happen a lot we in like Springfield. We like to watch daytime TV. Oh, okay. You like... Uh, like to get down. You like Steve Wilkos and Ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daytime TV, that's partying. Steve Wilkos, my favorite Chicago band. Mm-hmm. The next one says, "Getting fit." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you reading this off of something? <laughs> getting fitted for new dentures. Oh, okay. Which I can't come up with. That does sound like quite the party. <laughs> That's right. I'm moving to Springfield. I've always been uh, frugal. <laughs> yeah. Seems uh, nursing homes are cheap here. So <laughs> is that true? Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> and that's my whole bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all later. <laughs> oh, Paul Stanley has left the building. It was great to meet him. Wow, yeah. that, that was yeah. so cool. Anyway, <laughs> well. Do we have anything else to say about Kiss or food or <laughs> bears? Um, I don't I'm think back. So. <laughs> it's me, Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paul Stanley, uh, I was just about to say, uh, R.I.P. Anton's Coffee Shop. That's probably some place that you would have fit in pretty well with Love the... Love Anton. Oh, wow. So you've been before. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we're going to miss it here on that the show. That man knows how to rub a shoulder. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I think you do need to go now, Paul. Yep, he is. He has left the building again. We said we were not going to mention <laughs> on the Antones episode. Anyway, thank you for coming, Randy. Sorry about this last 15 minutes. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. If anybody wants to watch any videos, yeah, just look up Randy Santel, especially on Facebook or YouTube. Got Instagram. And then if you have any questions about food challenges, just foodchallenges.com. All right. And once again, $5 a month, towerclub.com. You get two, not towerclub.com, towerclub.springfoodpod.com. You get two bonus episodes a week, and we also donate half the money to 
Ozark Suit Harvest. Oh, Andy, I forgot. Uh-huh. I, I promised that I would do a weekly RuPaul's Drag oh, Race ahead. recap because Crystal <laughs> Method is in RuPaul's Drag Race. Give me 30 seconds on okay, the clock good, there. Good, good. Just throw that in and post. No. Let's see here. Uh, I missed the first few minutes. Crystal did really well. Uh, she got a lot of screen time. Had a Freddy Krueger look that was uh, sickening, as they say. <laughs> um, she's got that Midwestern charm, probably going for Miss Congeniality. And Nicki Minaj said that she was a big threat. Go check out uh, RuPaul's Drag Race every uh, Friday at 7 p.m. Central Time on VH1. VH1. Absolutely. She's up there with uh, the Flavor Flav and, uh, you know, the lady that dated Sylvester Stallone. You know what time <laughs> it is, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, go to subscribe.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Subscribing is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at subscribe.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Whipped Delight Wednesdays also features cinnamon rolls, scones, muffins. Whipped Delight Wednesday also features scoop. Skinnamon rolls. <laughs> I thought you were going to say skinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Do my Hannibal Lecter voice. <laughs> skinnamon rolls, Clarice. <laughs> that is a horrible sight when I'm thinking a skinnamon roll is now. Holy <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Wits Delight Wednesday. <laughs> In June of 2018, Bears All-American Sports Grill was in the news. Bears locations come equipped with Kino machines, which is kind of like a legalized casino game, but it skirts gambling laws through affiliation with the state lottery. Anyway, it came to light that a manager at the Nixa Bears had been stealing money from the Kino machine to play Kino. It's like robbing Peter to gamble with Peter, Tim Bear somehow got the manager to confess on video, and there are not more details. But wasn't that Peter gambling with Peter joke good? A side note, the man who reported that story for the newsleader was Giacomo Bologna. He's since moved on to hotter, humider pastures in Mississippi, but he was so good on Twitter while he lived here, reporting major stories on the ground as they happened, but also he would throw in photos of cute animals that he would see wherever he was reporting. I miss Giacomo. I think he went by Jack, so I miss you, Jack.